Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Tuesday, November 22nd, special teams coordinator Michael Clay spoke to the media. Why are you supporting Messi? Huh? Right, that's the Mexican. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what, what, why is your support for that? Uh, got to support the motherland. Mother's from Mexico, family's all from Mexico, so got uh, blood blood runs deep for the Mexican national team, so hopefully uh, they can pull it out against Poland in the second half. Why the change on a kick returner? Uh, you know, just, you know, out of juice, out of Boston, um, just some other stuff, nothing that Britain's done. Britain's done a good job for us um, in terms of, of his protection of the ball, getting yards when he can. And, uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of onus on the returner, why they got that yards, but there's 10 other guys that have to block, and we have to do a better job of creating a running lane, nothing that Britain hasn't done. He's protected the ball every time. He's trying to get as much yards as possible. Just a little out of juice out of uh, Boston, who's, you know, very capable of doing that. Chargers in their game uh... – that's all a situational thing you'll see a lot over I guess the history of the NFL when you get a plus 50 kick like that you're trying to pin a uh, opponent deep when you have an ad- advantageous situation like that um and obviously Cam did a good job in that game um with that, and you'll see it a lot, you know, across the board. You will try to steal some yardage right there in the plus fifty um, situation, kicking that type. Uh, in our minds, we like to think so, but we, it's something we saw on film where there was an opportunity to rush the edge and push, you know, get around the the, the kicker's eye, eyesight. Maybe he'll push it. Uh, luckily for us, Andre had a good rush right there where he may have gotten in the kicker's eyesight. Maybe the kicker just missed it. You never know. But the pressure that the field goal block team has been creating the last couple of weeks does help a little bit in terms of uh, opponents missing the, those kicks right there. It's, it's two weeks back now, but uh, I guess last week we didn't speak to you. Um, when Sipos was pressured there and had to, and had, to, had to improvise, is that what his coach would do or is that just instincts in that situation? Uh, Hopefully, I never have to coach a guy that a guy just runs free. You have to improvise to your right. But kudos to Aaron being the athlete he is. It helps, you know, being a former professional Australian Football League player. And he did a lot of that at Auburn that he was able to think on his feet. Um, obviously, we can't ever have that happen in our protection scheme. Um, but, you know, he made a heck of a play, let us, you know, repunt it, got off another good punt right there. So, again, just kudos to Aaron just being the athlete and keeping his cool right there to just get that ball off more than anything else. Well, I talk about you know how analytics has obviously come into the sport, but often they'll talk about it in special teams. How would, how has that sort of gotten into how things are run on the on the special team side? How do you see its influence? Yeah, I think you know it comes all comes down to what do you perceive to be the best situation for your football team with the analytics and everything. And just like in anything else in the offense and defense, it does pour into special teams. So, you know, those guys upstairs do a really good job in terms of implementing some strategies or, hey, this is the trend of this year, what's going to happen more than anything else. So, you know, we're always ears open, you know, taking anything we can to better this team from a, from a special team standpoint. You guys had the uh, fourth and ten and decided to go for it instead of kicking like a 57-yard field goal, I believe. 
what was kind of like, what went into that decision? Like, do you go up to Nick and say, yeah, I think Jake can make that, or how does that work? Yeah, but, you know, we always give a line on what we feel is, is comfortable and everything, but from us, a special team standpoint, and those three specialists back there, when our, when our number's called, they're always ready to go and give us an opportunity to put points on the board right there. But it's the communication between myself and Coach Sirianni, and Coach Sirianni does an absolutely great job in terms of the communication right there. So we were ready for anything, any situation, um, whether we're kicking a field goal or you know maybe a penalty happens and we have to put the punt team out there. The communication has always been crystal clear with Coach Sirianni, so we're just ready whenever our number is called. Was that in his range? Was that in his range in that situation? The 57-yarder? Yeah. Yeah, you you know, if you probably ask Jake anytime he's out there, he thinks he's in his range right there. But the communication from Coach Sirianni to myself is an opportunity right there. So 57, 47, 52, it don't matter. We go out when Coach Sirianni wants us to go out there and we'll get the job done. It's been kind of a weird year for Jake, not many attempts. How does he stay fresh? How do you keep him ready even when he's not getting all those attempts? It's easy when you got a professional like Jake Elliott out there. I mean, he's always ready to go out there whenever his number is called. And I think, you know, if you don't have a lot of field goal attempts and you have a lot more extra point attempts, the offense is doing a heck of a job. So we'd rather put one on the board than three. But when the opportunity presents itself, we're going to be out there ready with the operation with Rick and Aaron Holden, um, Jake going out there just like it's anything else and making sure we put three points on the board and get our kickoff team ready. Uh, who, who decides when Devontae goes out there and what are sort of the you know, parameters for when, you know, when he is deployed as a, as a punt returner? Uh, it just goes back to the communication between myself and Coach Sirianni. Um, I don't want to go into too many details on when we're going to use him um, in terms of that, but the communication has always been crystal clear with that, and Devontae's been an outstanding you know, individual player. You already know that, but when he's out there, he's solely focused on catching the ball and trying to make a big play. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.